John here, and we've got a new sponsor, DistroKid. Now that you've finished your latest Pirate Math SpongeCore Twitch trek, it's time to get it out there so everyone can hear it. DistroKid helps musicians get their music on all the major streaming platforms, and artists keep 100% of their royalties. And because you're a high-gain listener, you get 30% off. Just go to distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. That's distrokid.com slash VIP slash high gain. And now DistroKid has an app. The DistroKid app is available for iOS and Android. You can download it at distrokid.com slash app or in the app and play stores. We'd like to take a minute to thank our pals over at Isotope, makers of software and plugins for audio repair, mixing, and mastering. The new gold standard of audio repair, Isotope RX11, is coming in May. Buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. We use Isotope products here at the High Gain. It's an important part of how we've been able to bottle pure podcast gold week after week. High Gain listeners get 10% off using the promo code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. That's all at isotope.com. I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hey, this is Ed Peterson. And this is John Kiltuckham. This is the High Game Podcast. The High Game Podcast. What do we talk about, John? Guitars. Where do we record from, John? Uh, the mothership here in beautiful West Seattle. Oh, I love it. I love it. It is a crappy, crappy day today. It is. Rainy. Here comes the rain. Here it comes. Oh, it's man. Mid-September. We can, we can be, uh, you know, that'll disappear around what, like July? Yeah. Yeah. Great. I'm stoked. Notoriously short yeah. summers. Yeah, but it is beautiful here in beautiful West Seattle. It is beautiful here in beautiful West Seattle. Yeah, yep. yeah. Uh, that's a pretty cool guitar, John. It's a really cool guitar, Ed. I'm going to make a call, John, Yes. that I have not made since I think like the first or second episode of 2019. Uh-oh. We have a contender uh-oh. For Ed's favorite guitar Uh-oh. of 2019. Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think previously that um, oh, that Epiphone. The Coronet. The Coronet. I loved it. Yes. This thing's beautiful, though. It's great, but it's not all always good news. Oh, no. We have bad news? Let me tell you about it. Okay. Let me tell you a little something. Okay. Beverages. Oh. <laughs> we lost Eddie Money this week, Ed. Oh, Mr. Mahoney, we lost him. Yeah, he was 70. Yeah. Esophageal yeah. cancer. Ugh. Yeah, so we got special beverages for Eddie Money. <laughs> that was a uh, fitting tribute, though. That was beautiful. That was nice, wasn't it? That was great. A little sad. Yeah. What okay. did you get, Ed? Uh, I got a cup of coffee from Easy Street Records. Yes. Here in beautiful West Seattle. 
because they're our friends and we love them. We always have coffee at the ready. Yeah. Oh, of course. But our special beverages today? The special. These are so special, you yeah. can get them worldwide. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that is probably true. I got a large Slurpee. Great nerd. Great nerd Slurpee <laughs> from 7-Eleven. And I got a large Slurpee from 7-Eleven also. Isn't that coincidental? Yeah. What is yours? Uh, mine is blueberry lemonade. Yeah. Yep. That's great. Monica walked over in the rain and got us Slurpees. Yeah. Isn't that great? That's fantastic. So, you know, pour a little of that Slurpee out for Eddie Money. Ding him again. Hit, hit him with another dong. Eddie yeah. Money dong. The money dong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. You know what, Ed? Oh, these are delicious. Yeah. God damn, I have not had a Slurpee in probably... 87 years. I probably have not had a Slurpee in 20 years. And this thing's fucking delicious. It's pretty good, isn't it? People drink these? Yeah. That's great. You want to know a fun fact about 7-Eleven? Mm-hmm. In Sweden? Mm Mm-hmm. 7-Eleven does more than just 7-Elevening. Okay. Yeah. What do they do? You can pay a parking ticket at 7-Eleven. Oh, sure. Okay. You can pay a toll, like if you went over a bridge. Oh, yeah. Okay. You can even ship packages via the Swedish postal system. That's fantastic. So 7-Eleven probably makes a little bit of money doing that stuff. But really, it's a benefit for the people. The social Democrats over there. Ugh, that is terrible. Equality. (laughs) Convenience. High standard of living. And ugh, hard pass. Hard pass. Give me my guns. Give me my Bible. Mm. I'm clinging to them over here with my fucking great nerd, and I'm happy. <laughs> you know what else is in Sweden? Malmo Guitar Verkstad. Yeah, Nicholas and Max. Uh, I love those guys. And today, yes, viewers, yes, we are wearing the Malmo Guitar Verkstad t-shirts that Nicholas and Max yes. sent us via their friend Lisa. Right. These t-shirts are great. I love them. Nicholas and Max, thank you so much for these awesome shirts. I love them. This, Ed, is a Telecaster Custom. I love it. Black on black. This uh, guitar comes to us from the year 1978, this particular example. What? It is another lovey banger. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, lovey. We lost him. 1910. To 1997. He was 87 years old. Bam! Wow. Didn't yeah. even need to break nope. out the, the funky calculator. Nope. That is great. You know, John. Yes. Our first episode of the High Gain Podcast, it was the Deluxe, the Fender Telecaster Deluxe, yeah. which I feel like is not dissimilar from the custom, but I shit on that guitar. I was not kind to the Deluxe. Or Lovey. No, Lovey. I don't, I don't know I, why you hate Lovey. So I don't know. I don't think that's true. Uh, I might have been. But in the intervening couple of years, I've come to love him. But the custom, I love it. The deluxe, not into it. Okay. There's only one thing he had to do with this guitar to make me love it. What? Put the uh, single coil. In the bridge? In the bridge. Viewers, that is what Ed is alluding to, if not actually describing. Yeah. You've got a guitar here that's a Telecaster shape. Yeah. It's got your Telecaster pickup in the bridge. Yep. However, it has a humbucker in the neck. Right. The only other difference, really, is that the pickguard is elongated to encompass both pickups. Yep. Two volumes, two tones, and there's a pickup selector switch in the upper bout. Not into that. But I'm going to forgive it on this guitar, I think. Okay? 
Okay. Okay. Good. Lovey started out. Yeah. By inventing the humbucker. Yes. And that's full stop. From scratch, Lovey invented the fucking humbucker. <laughs> the fucking humbucker. Yeah. Up until that point, we had the single coil. Yep. And he more or less just took the single coil and doubled it up. I don't really okay. understand how two single coils equal less hum than one. But it's science Yeah. He's a mad genius in yeah. there. Yeah. Lovey? Yeah. He'll science all day. Oh, I love it. Over there with his beakers. In his lab, do you think he had one of those circuit breaker throw switches that was just like the huge arm? Of where course. He just like, Conk, and then he know. would laugh all funny. Exactly. You know what else he invented while he was at Gibson? The Slurpee. The world's first fuzz pedal. Is that true? Yes. These Slurpees are fucking delicious. Remember the fuzz tone I used to have? That brown one with the built-in cable? Yeah. The Maestro Fuzz Tone? Yep. Lovey invented that. This guy... He was in the Army in the late 20s. Okay. World War II comes up? Mm. What does Lovey do? He signs up again. That's what what Lovey does. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does he think he's already done his bit? Doesn't matter. I gotta think Lovey's not out there with a rifle, like, charging up a hill. Here's what happened with Lovey. Okay. They're like, hey, Lovey, you know all about the electronics and such. Sure. Why don't you be our electronic engineer dude in the Navy? Yeah, okay, I can do that. When it's time to ship out, he gets on the ship. Gets on the boat. And one of the main drive shafts breaks or something. Okay. It's like, oh, God damn it. They got to turn around and go back. Okay. In order to even fix that, they had to cut a big, huge hole in the deck of the ship to even access it. By the time they did all that, the war was over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... What? So he didn't have to see any action. He must have joined up on the ass end anyway. I think so. You're not telling me he's sitting on this boat in a dry dock for like six years. I am not telling you that. Okay. Fast forward just a tad bit. Mm-hmm. 67, 1967. Okay. Fender hires him. Okay. Mid-60s. Mm-hmm. All the guitar nerds are like, wow, we really like these humbuckers again. Sure. In these Gibsons. Sure. We want that. Mm-hmm. So part of it was that Fender wanted to get in on that market. But another part of it was the players themselves were actually modifying their Telecasters to have a humbucker in the neck. Okay. Standard Telecaster, Yep. the business end of it was in that bridge pickup. A right. lot of players would set it to that bridge pickup, leave it, never use the neck pickup. Right. Until they realized, well, I could put a warmer pickup like a humbucker in that neck, mm-hmm. and then I have a little more to work with. Got a little wiggle room. So Fender also noticed that, wow, they're modifying their guitars to do that anyway. Yeah. Why don't we just do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they get Lovey, but Lovey, he's not having it. Mm -mm. To his mind, the Telecaster is meant to have a bite. Yeah. Why would he want to, like, put a blanket over that? Right. So he thinks, I'm going to design a humbucker that works with that kind of bite of a Telecaster. Yes. He doesn't use any Alnico magnets. No, he makes a new metal. I don't think he invents it, but yeah, it's a new thing. It's called a cuneiform magnet. Copper, nickel, and iron. Right, of course. And they're actual magnets. Other pole bangers were not magnets. They just sat inside the coil. And there was a magnet underneath them. Oh. So the magnetism was kind of transferred through the pole bangers. Oh, no kidding. These pole bangers. Are magnets. Are actually magnetized. Oh, okay. So it makes the pickup really fucking hot. Oh, God. The deluxe pickup is a 12.2? It's a 10.6. 10.6? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Today we have a couple of interesting pedals, Ed. Oh, yeah? For our dirt pedal. Yeah. We have the solid gold effects. Mm. If six was nine. Okay. Is what the thing is called. That's a song, right? It's a Jimi Hendrix song, yeah. I think it's on Axis, Bold as Love? I think so. Maybe? Yep. (laughs) 
with a Hendrix-style jazz chord. Thank you. The thing I like about this pedal is yeah. I think ostensibly it's a fuzz face clone, mm -hmm. but they have added a tone shaping switch and a bias knob that will take you from real meaty compressed to real sputtery. You get the Hendrix with the tone you just had. Yes. Hit that sputter. That's pretty sputtery. Yeah, that's sputtery. Very versatile pedal. Who is this? Goldbanger? Solid Gold FX. Guess where they're from? Uh, Jersey. <laughs> no. Our friends to the north. Michigan. Canada. Oh, out of Canada. Quebec. Do we think they speak French? Isn't Quebec the French part? You think Ryan Reynolds speaks French? Of course. He's Canadian. No, he's not. So, what's the other pedal? I am happy to announce, Ed. Yeah. That our good friend Matt Wright, down in Portland. Our friend from the south. Of Wright Sounds. Yeah. We've had him on the show. We loved it. We love his pedals. Yep. Guess what? What? He's got a new pedal coming out. Okay. It's not out yet. Oh, okay. I have one. Okay. Our good friend Matt Wright. Yeah. Sent us his tremolo pedal. Oh, my God. Woo! How much do you love Tremolo, John? A lot. This is your jam. This is called the Tremolo. Tremolo. That's pretty nice. I love it. It has four different shapes. Okay. Let me put it on the chop chop. Okay. Yes. Should I make it more choppy? Is that possible? You know who the greatest American rock and roll band of all time is? Uh, R.E.M. Really? It's R.E.M., yeah. It's R.E.M. And their album, Monster, that Peter Buck leaned into the tremolo. When I first got that album, that very first song, yeah. I think right then and there, I was a tremolo dude. Yep. I was on tremolo lockdown. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Thank, thank you, Peter Buck. Yep, thank you. some clean with that good job matt great job matt yep it's called the tramelo tramelo t-r-a-m-m-e-l-l-o okay hey you want to hear what the maximum rateage sounds like oh yeah yeah oh that's great nice yeah you did it john that is pretty cool yeah so this guitar <laughs> back to this guitar oh god yeah so lovey gets to work on the pickup using a different kind of magnet let me jump back when was he at gibson like what years he got out of the army the first time 31 okay and went straight to gibson then he leaves joins yes. the service again yes comes back and then cuts over in 67 oh okay why did he okay. do it? All indication is that Fender threw some money at him. All indications is like, fuck Gibson. <laughs> Maybe even back then. Yeah, that's great. So with these guitarists yeah. modding their Telecasters to put a humbucker in the neck, yeah. Fender's like, okay, let's do this. Lovey gets on board. He designs a pickup. 
Mm-hmm. Everything's going super swell. Okay, what are we going to do with this pickup? They do a couple things. The first thing is 1971, the Thin Line. You know that one? Yeah, that's the semi-hollow. Yeah, it's the Telecaster with the F-hole in it. Right, not into it. They took out the two single coils and put Lovey's pickups in there. Okay. The sales were modest. We still want the single coil in the bridge. Mm-hmm. Why'd you take that out? So that Thin Line, 1979, it discontinued it. Yep, great. Next yep. is this thing, mm-hmm. 1972. Let's only put one humbucker in this time Yes, and see if anybody likes it. Yes. 1972. How much do you think this thing was, Ed? Oh, God. 72, I think this thing was $282. No. I know you could buy a dinette set from Sears for yeah. $282. I went with that. Wait, how many oh, pieces uh, are in a dinette set? Like eight. And that's 200-something bucks? 282. In 1972. That seems awfully expensive. Made in America. Gallon of gas in 72 is like 55 cents for a gallon of gas. Right? Okay. Wrangler jeans, $12. 12 bucks? $12. And you know what I like about Wrangler jeans? They squeeze your butt. Wrangler butts drive me nuts. You know about that? (laughs) Do you? Uh, I do now. Yeah. It sounds like you're zeroing in. Yeah. I'm going to go 325? 325. Hey, that's pretty good, Ed. It was yep. 315. Okay. 30 bucks more than a standard telly. Yeah. What's not to yeah. like about that? I love everything about it, John. Let me do some calculations here. Okay. So, 1972, it's $315 yes. in 72. Yes. And in 72, the inflation rate was 3.27%, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Uh, in the U.S. Uh-huh. So, uh, going forward, $315 is $1,925.51. The 2K rule. Yeah, exactly. So, how do you think it did compared to the now-defunct thin line when i think the custom i think keith richards and because i think keith richards i think that guitar was successful i imagine people were playing the fuck out of that thing it was also modest really it was maybe keith picked it up a little later keith picked his up in 75 okay let me hit you with uh, what keith was doing I think I do this thing where a lot of times I'm just like super dismissive of the oldie times. You know what I'm saying? That song is so good. Isn't that good? Seeing the guitar you're holding right now and then, oh, that's Beast of Burden. Yeah. That's awesome. You asked about his open tuning, which most times is an open G. Yeah. This 75 Custom was, I guess, what he used when he played in standard tuning. Cool. Which is really good for me because then I didn't have to... uh... (laughs) Retune my guitar. Uh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so that's helpful. Thanks, Uh, Keith. It must have been kind of popular. It lasted all the way till 81. That's a pretty good run for kind of a weird guitar. It's not your standard telly. It's weird. They had to get out of their own way to put this thing out. Yeah. This is the Telecaster Custom. Mm Mm-hmm. They also had the Custom Telecaster. That's the fancy one. It's a regular telly, except the top and bottom of the body are bound. That's it. 
Yeah, but that's fancy. Put binding on a Telecaster and suddenly, you know. Yeah, I guess that's fancy. Putting a tux on a pig. Yeah, and then lipstick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Lipstick, yeah. tux, pig. Yeah, that. They didn't discontinue the custom tele until 79, so I wonder if the sales of the Telecaster Custom weren't going as well as they thought starting in 72. So then by 79, they're like, crap, maybe people are getting them confused. Let's discontinue that bound one. Yeah, weird. 73, mm -hmm. the Telecaster Deluxe right. is introduced. It's got two lovies in it. Right. But it's not like the thin line. It's not a semi-hollow. Right, right. It's just a solid yeah. body two. deli with yep. two lovies in it. Yep. That would also be discontinued in 81. Yeah. So I guess they felt like, yeah, maybe our humbucker experiment must now come to an end. I was not into the Deluxe just because it's like such an obvious less paul grab i like the custom because you can still get that twang true but you can go a little growly if you wanna let's test Great. that out i'm in the middle let's put it just on the neck pickup now let's see how bitey we can get just that neck pickup not bad yeah head yeah great so you put them together it's nice. There's your telly. How many colors did this thing come in? Uh, you had this black. Yeah. You had natural, mocha. Okay. Maybe white. And then that was it. 81, done. Okay. You know that band Lush? I couldn't identify a song. They probably. were a British band. Yeah. In the early 90s. Yeah. I don't know if this is true. Okay. But I read that they are one of the bands. Yeah. The seminal bands responsible for the coining of the term shoegaze. Oh. The guitarist singer. Yeah. Emma Anderson. Okay. She played one of those thin lines. You want to hear it? Uh, okay. All right. 92 from Lush. Very shoegaze. pretty good huh yeah they did some work with uh, our man steve albini as well i like him you know that i've heard that lush makes a lot of uh bath bombs and feminine products and whatnot the band maybe i don't know there's a shop it could be the band branching like out post band career i like to think that that's them that's some good slurpee Ugh, i don't know oh now you don't like it i love it i drank half of it yeah it's just sugar. I gotta think big corns <laughs> oh in this my picture. God. It's just <laughs> it's just thirty-two ounces of corn, you know? Ugh. Corn it's water. Terrible. Purple grape nerd flavor corn water. It's so good though. I just picture Mississippi. Oh, they don't really drink water in Mississippi. They just drink Slurpees and eat McDonald's and you know what I'm saying? I am with you. Oh, you're with me One on One of these times yeah. though. Yeah. We're going to be brave enough to venture to take our investigative journalism on the road <laughs> and go look for something good in Mississippi. Yeah. So if we do that, viewers, yeah. Yeah. please don't shoot us. No. <laughs> more guns in Mississippi than people. There's more guns in Mississippi than teeth. <laughs> 
Oh, God. Oh, man. I'm sorry. Uh, that was Ed that said that. <laughs> yes. All I did was laugh. Right. Can't blame me for that. No. That shit was funny. Yeah. And it was funny because it's true. Yeah. What do you know about the cops? Uh, The band? Yeah. Maybe a little tiny bit? There's a Seattle band called The Cops. Okay. They are not the The Cops. Okay. Or... They are not the only The Cops. Okay. Turns out there's some Australian dudes also called The Cops. Okay. Maybe I don't know anything about the Australian cops. You want to hear Cop Pop? Yes, I do. name of this song is actually Cop Pop. And is it with a custom? Yes. Okay. That song really illustrates the tone of this thing. Right. Barky, quacky. You have not used quacky in a long time. Splatty. I'm very glad to have it back. Yeah, that was the cops. Love it. That album? Yeah. Drop it in their laps, it's called. Okay. You've got your ACDCs. Uh-huh. You've got your NXSs. Yeah. You've got your Midnight Oils. Yeah. You've got some Bad Seeds. Yeah. So where do the cops sit? At the top? Wow. No, I don't know. No kidding. No, I don't think so. That's great. I don't no. think so. I don't I'm, think so. I'm holding you to that. I think the cops are great. If the cops are listening, yeah. you're great. We love you. Guy's name who was playing that is Simon Carter. I got one more for you, Ed. Okay. This is very unusual. Oh. I am going to hot seat you on this. And then tell you some interestingness. Oh, no. See if you can do it. Well, it's from 2015. Will that help? (laughs) No. My blind spot is things like before 1980 and after... 1981. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Okay, hit me. It's got some sputtery... Sputtery fuzz. You got nothing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to give you a hint. It's not (laughs) R.E.M. Okay. 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 It sounds like uh, 80s style. um, You know, it's got that Hey Nikki. Hey, Nikki, you're so fine. It's got that like fun thing, which that's Tony Tony Basil. Was that her name? That is a stretch. <laughs> that my poor deluded friend. Uh, yeah, was Slater Kinney. Great. So the weird part about that is that album was 2015. Yeah. So first album they had put out in like 10 years or yep. some such. Yeah. And they're known for playing the old Silver Tones and the old totally Dan Electros and yep. all of that. Yep. For some reason, uh, Carrie Brownstein yeah. was playing a thin line with the lovies in it. There you go. This is just recent style. Four years ago. Okay. It's funny. I know her more from Portlandia than actually her band. And I live in the great Pacific Northwest. Yeah. You drive down I-5. Yep. And there's like a road. An exit. Yeah, 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 To yeah. get to Sleater Kenny Drive? Road? road? Yeah, Something. whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, How about that, viewers, from yeah. far away? You drive down I-5 and you see Sleater Kenny, and I always just think, like, hey, there's a band called Sleater Kenny. Yeah, I used to do that with the signs in the HOV lane. 764 Hero. Yeah, 764 Hero. Also a good band. Yeah. Based yeah, on no. the number 
number you could call the narc on people in the commuter lane. Call the cops. Yeah. From Australia. Yeah. <laughs> See? I'm wrapping it back around. Yeah. We've had a pretty good couple of weeks here, Ed, on the high gain. It's a big business over here. Big business. We're just up there chomping on our cigars. Oh. Swirling our little brandy glasses. The, the fucking shrimp cocktails. And- <laughs> Lighting the cigars with $100 bills. That's that's kind of our deal. <laughs> and the smoking jackets. And I um, wear a monocle. Yeah. And a top a, hat. Top hat, a cane, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and my bunny slippers. Right. Yeah. We have some new Patreon subscribers. Who? Dan Moore. Thank you, Dan. Thanks, Dan. Because more is not less. No. More is more. Right. We got Adam Pakolsky? Pacholsky. 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 Pack. P. Oh, Pekolsky. Pacholsky. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. <laughs> sounds French. It sounds Canadian. <laughs> French-Canadian. Yeah. Adam Pacholsky. Yeah, Adam, let us know if you are indeed French-Canadian. Yeah, that uh, would be great. Yeah, and Chris Robs. Chris Robs. I don't know about the people with two first names. Chris Robs. Two Robs. <laughs> Multiple Robs. R-O-B-B-S. Chris Robs. Yep. You guys have all deigned to subscribe and we are stoked we're just rolling out content left and right over here at the high gain central that's what we're about well i think that's really great that uh patreon's looking up and we're gonna do the bonus content and all that shit uh where can people find us at they can find us on the twitter at the high gain at twitter they can also find us on the facebook at the high gain and the instagrams at the high gain we're everywhere at the high gain thehighgain.com yes yeah patreon everywhere everywhere i love that guitar john i know you do nine i love it 1978 i love it telecaster custom we should go to thunder road guitars right after this